Hey guys, welcome to the Crossways podcast, a podcast where we talk about how we can walk in the way of the cross. I'm your host, Jonathan Germany, and I am broadcasting live from Holly Hill, Church of Christ. And joining us, I'm really excited, is Ben and Travis from the Ben and Travis Show. Man, guys, I am so glad you're here. What is going on? I'm doing well, man. It's just uh, exciting to be able to be here with you. And uh, I figure Travis feels the same way. Oh, yeah. I'm fired up to be uh, a part of this party because I just like to have a good party, you know, and uh, it's awesome to be here with you. Uh, Should I say Mr. Frodo? Should I say... You know, well, your name's well, not Sam, so so okay. Frodo will be just fine. Gotcha. Just All right. Awesome. <laughs> Good deal. That's what I'll take then. Yeah, I, I don't like, you know, these Frodo's, you know, the, the Mr. stuff. I'm just, you know, let's just be simple and, and easy. But, man, right. I, I'm excited. I, I know you guys uh, have your own show, and, you know, I catch it, you know, when I can, and I know you guys are, are busy doing all sorts of stuff. So before we get started, t- tell us, uh, I guess, our viewers who who may be a little new to you guys you know, where you guys are and kind of what you guys do and, and all that. Ben, you're at the top of the page, brother. Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm over in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Uh, I'm the minister at the Highland Park Church of Christ. also uh, do counseling uh, kind of on the side. Uh, and Travis and I have been doing a um, podcast for about a year or so together, but we've sort of currently or recently revamped it a little bit. Uh, You can find some of that at benandtravis.com and, of course, at different podcast providers. But Travis can probably rattle off all that stuff a little bit faster than I can because I'm the old man who can't remember anything uh, along those lines. But um, (laughs) we've just been really (laughs) – it's been uh, a really fun little adventure here uh, lately. I think everybody's going uh, to these sorts of things because of our current condition with the old COVID. So I uh, see a lot of people go in the direction of podcasts and video casts and whatever they're called. So Travis, tell them about yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, uh, I live in Fayetteville, Tennessee. Uh, Ben's actually my first cousin. He's nine months older than me. And so, yes, I can still call him Always a boomer. Um, and <laughs> I've worked at Riverside Christian Academy here for 13 years. I'm the campus minister, uh, high school boys, Bible teacher, head football coach, and uh, whatever else they can get me to do. And yes, I am the second half or second third, if you count Will Mayan, of the Helping Healing Humor podcast with Ben and Travis. And uh, uh, we've got Facebook page and group and all that stuff. I think we may talk about that a little bit, but it is Really awesome, and thank you for inviting us to be with you. Well, of course, Absolutely. and uh, and I, I'm really excited. And uh, Josh is here in the chat saying he never would have guessed y'all are from the south, and I guess he's being no, a little sarcastic there. <laughs> but um, but I'm excited and uh, to talk. You know, we've been doing a, a kind of a study, or just maybe more of a I should say conversations on spiritual disciplines and why they're important. And uh, we've kind of already stressed the importance, and we can redo that, you know, as we talk about meditation today. But, but I really think, you know, uh, I put in the video today for those who didn't catch it, you know, we had this, I think there's a misconception on what meditation really is, <laughs> you know. And uh, I mean, if you're like me, and uh, 
Yeah, of course, right? And oh. when, when, when I was when I was little, that's exactly what I tried to do. And you know, I blame the cartoons. But you you know you've seen cartoons when someone's meditating with their arms you know crossed, and Ben had the the position done perfectly. He must have he must do it a bunch. And uh, I mean, I know you said you try to levitate. Oh, you're absolutely. Never successful with that. I'm, I was never successful. I also tried being a Jedi, and that didn't work out too well for you me either. You didn't do it right, apparently. So 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 you've met you've levitated. You, you know you must tell us your ways. Tell us your but you know but obviously that's not what meditation really is. So uh, I guess that's kind of you know what we kind of want to start off is what is meditation? And those of you who are watching, we love to hear your thoughts. And obviously you guys are you know have experience and have studied as well. But it's it's not just the saying um and just thinking really hard. There's a little bit more to it than that. Yeah, I think there's that uh, whole, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing of enlightenment <laughs> that happens when you meditate hard enough or whatever. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of that that first thought that we get. And I think there's certainly a, a little different vibe that we find in the scriptures when we open those up and, and you know, read the passages about meditation. And I kind of think about it in two different ways. Um and I don't know what all you guys, you know, Travis wants to get into with it, but there's sort of the spiritual meditation uh, that we see in the scriptures. And then I think that there is a thing that we call in um, in the counseling world mindfulness that mindfulness. sort of fits into the probably a little bit more of the um, the Hindu and, and Buddhist and, and stuff, you know, maybe some background in that. But I think there's also some benefit uh, to that as well. And so I've I can get into that some if you want to here in a minute. Yeah, but. yeah, that, I think that would be good. And as we, you know, as we go down the road, but you know, Travis, you know, has some good thoughts. I think too. And yeah, I, I was able, you know, I was showing you the book and oh yeah, stolen some stuff from, you know, when I was going through my cancer struggle, mindfulness based <laughs> cancer recovery, and you know, I can remember getting that book and thinking, yeah, okay, whatever, you know, if things get bad enough, I might try that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even the breathing, and I think, of course, uh, Ben will get into that to some degree. And, and uh, you know, some of us want to avoid getting into our minds any more than, than we have to. And I think I'm one of those people. Uh, but, you know, even sitting there taking infusions and things like that, it was a great way to kind of get out of that situation to some degree and not okay. let it get too heavy. Uh, you know, what you're going through, you know, along with reading books and reading the Bible and things of that nature, but uh, to be able to kind of catch your breath and just, you know, be in the moment and understand that, you know, there is a bigger picture, but there's also, hey, I'm getting through the next minute or so, you know. Yeah, and I think sometimes we almost, when we hear meditation, we think either that it's not really not for us or I mean, either not for us or it means I have to just think super, super hard and overly focus, and that sounds really draining. And meditation is not supposed to be draining. And in fact, it, it's supposed to be the opposite. It's, you know, for you, and both of you mentioned this mindfulness, you know, for you it was supposed to bring relief, not make you focus more on something negative. And in the counseling world, it's a good coping strategy. And, uh, you know, here in the chat, you know, he says sitting still in reflection is what Josh said. And, and I think that's a good way to put it. He says meditation to me is the ultimate way of being present in the moment. 
and what we said with the you know the crossing the legs, closing your eyes, and and humming, that's almost from not being present, and that's really the opposite of what we should be doing when it comes to meditation. And I know Ben, you mentioned this mindfulness stuff, and I guess you're the guru on on some of that stuff with your counseling background. I don't know that I'm the guru, but I I have you know helped a few people uh, kind of learn how to do this a little bit because. You know, without getting way too far into it, um, <laughs> a lot of people right now are uh, anxious, if you haven't noticed. Um, it's that, that not only that time of year coming back to school that creates it, but now we have a pandemic that's on our hand that hasn't helped that uh, for a lot of people. And um, even before COVID ever showed it showed up, it you know, I was probably 80% of the people I was seeing, there was some sort of anxiety going on. Um, that's just kind of our world today. And I think mm -hmm. the reason for that is because it's, um, anxiety is sort of based on either something that has happened or something that's going to happen. You know, I'm worried about going to the dentist or I'm worried about going to school or I'm worried about what I'm going to catch, or I'm worried about, you know, something that has happened. Um, I'm stuck in a, in an event that's happened in the past. And so what mindfulness really is and what mindfulness is about is, focusing on the right now um you know this moment that that whole be still and know that i'm god you know just oh, yeah. just focus right here right now you know on the things that are around you you know one of the things that i do is three things you can see three things you can hear three things you can feel and then you go two things you can see two things you can hear two things you can feel and then one thing you can hear one thing you can see one thing you can feel and if you can if you're in a place where there's a bunch of smells like a marketplace or something you could add that it's just about connecting to the senses and sort of just calming around you rather than worrying about what's coming and what has happened and mm -hmm. uh and i think that's a very biblical thing too you know don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself you know so you know there's that idea of it's sort of the merging of the spiritual uh, and the physical, I guess, in, in some ways. And I know Travis has had a lot of experience, like he already mentioned, you know, with those moments um, dealing with his cancer treatments. And I know he mentioned, you know, the next 15 minutes uh, in one of our podcasts or one of our emails that we sent out. And that was a really interesting thing, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, talking about, and I've heard this all my life, Travis, you need to settle down, right? <laughs> uh, from I've never heard probably, that from probably physical from education and school <laughs> to you know math or whatever and you know that's one thing because it's real easy you get that news well am I going to be here in five years you know well what what did I do in the past that caused this and really none of that matters if you don't handle what's going on right now you know and so it's it was really a good thing. The book, the mindfulness, the breathing, that was the big thing that I got from the book is, you know, and even when, now when I try to go to sleep, you know, I try to take 10 deep breaths when I lay down at night and, you know, just kind of convene and commune with God and kind of even reflect on my day and just, you know, it's not necessarily I need this, I need that, but it's kind of, you know, well, I know I could have been better in this great to know god that you've got my back on that and i get a chance if so if you show me the grace i'll be back tomorrow and, and get a chance to do that and so it's kind of thinking through what and i think ben mentioned this what i control now what what yeah. is within my control well my breath my breathing i'm in control of that and i can 
allow myself to be calm and settle down to handle what's next because I can't really you know the next five years doesn't matter if I don't do what I need to do right now whether that's infusions or this medicine or this relationship or you know whatever fill in the blank absolutely I, I you know I was um back right before COVID really kind of I guess exploded in the United States you know we were um I, like, I attended um one of the youth minister retreats and uh, Lonnie was there and uh, Lonnie was talking about, you know, do, you know, was it the control the controllables and do the doables? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's original to him or not. I've heard some other people say it, but uh, it's kind of become one of his things. And, and that's, that's really hard because, you know, especially for, for someone, and uh, you mentioned anxiety, you know, uh, I don't know if, you know, anxiety seems to be a little less taboo than it used to be, and, and which is good. And, um, but someone from like myself, that struggles with anxiety, you know, as a minister, it's hard to, to be that guy to say, yeah, I struggle with that and, and I need some help. And, yeah. uh, but, you know, being, you know, someone who has that anxiousness, it's easy to, to forget about meditation and maybe even confuse it with, I'm going to obsess over something and, and not meditate, but overly think about certain situations that I really can't control and I want to play out every single possible situation so I can be prepared for whatever conversation or whatever situation comes from every single response and then those are impossible to play out all of those possibilities and that's when you start spiraling and I think that's what you know you mentioned calming yourself down with you know the five things five things five things four 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 three 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 and that causes us kind of like what Josh was saying to help us get to the point where we can actually sit, sit still. And, and, you know, Ben, you mentioned what being still and knowing what, that mm-hmm. I am God, you know, God is in control. Ultimately, what can I control? Well, I can control how I'll respond and I can control giving up control to God. And that's really hard because we like control and meditation can help us remember that, you know, it's not about us controlling everything. It's almost about us letting go. Yeah, and I wonder how much um, kind of I, – I hope I'm not taking anything out of context here. But, you know, when you look at, at Elijah when he runs off to the mountain, um, you know, and he's, he's running from Jezebel. And uh, when he gets up there, you know, he's kind of – He's kind of saying, hey, it's time for me to go. I'm done with this. You know, he's gotten at that point, and, and he has just conquered, you know, on Mount Carmel. Then he's over here at Mount Horeb, and he's wishing to die. And I don't think it's any um, accident that God says, hey, I want you to go out here and listen for a few things. And, you know, he, he, li- he watches and he listens, and the first several things, God's not in those things, but he was making him focus on those things. <laughs> like, you know, here comes the wind. But God wasn't in the wind, you know. Here comes the the fire, but God wasn't in the fire. And I'm kind of going off the top of my head. I don't remember what all the different things that he saw, but you know, it was all these things. And then it was that still small voice um, mm-hmm. that he heard, and it was like, you know, just just quit striving, quit worrying, quit you know thinking about what Jezebel's you know trying to do to you. There is something greater, and I've got a plan. And just trust me. You know, yeah. but he kind of has to get him out of his head, <laughs> out 
out of his head own head space to get him to think about those things. Yeah, and and what's really interesting too is that not the timing of when that occurred after one of his greatest successes. Yep. And and I think it just proves to show us what affects us more and how easy it is to distract us from the positive or from the good that we're doing for the kingdom. You know, if we're talking, you know, for this, you know, we're talking about how we can walk in the way of the cross, how we can become more like Jesus. When we have big successes and then that one little thing doesn't go our way, what do, what do we really focus on? Oh, no, we're going to obsess over this one little thing and then everything's a failure now. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of saying, hey, let me just meditate and maybe say, hey, yeah, sure, that, we, that could get better. But, man, this was still wonderful and God's still in control and God can still be glorified. In our failures, too. Yeah, and I, I want to go back to something you said a while ago because I feel like a lot of ministers and, and basically a lot of Christians struggle with, uh, I'm not supposed to worry. Jesus said, do not worry. So, you know, I'm sinning if I worry. You know, one thing to, to consider in that is when Jesus went to the garden and he was praying, what did it tell us about his prayer? That he was sweating like drops of blood, and there was a couple, I think Luke says he was greatly distressed. Mm-hmm. What does that sound like to you? Yeah, worry. That sounds like worry to me. You know, and Jesus was the Son of God. He knew how this was going to come out, but he was still distressed over it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that when he says don't worry, when we worry, we're sinning. When we worry and we focus on the wrong things and we go off in the wrong direction, then there could be a result of sin. But I think there's just a natural part of us that, you know, there's a certain level of anxiety that helps us get things done. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not worried about it, I'm not going to do anything. If I'm not <laughs> a little concerned, yeah. you know, if I'm just always laid back and not not concerned about anything, I never get anything done. So I think we have to realize and kind of reevaluate those passages and understand, hey, Jesus worried in the garden. Or it wouldn't told us he was distressed and he was sweating drops of blood. Yeah. You know, he knew he knew what was coming, you know, and he knew that the end game, uh, if I can use that phrase. Uh, but I think of another point, you know, the Mount of Transfiguration. You know, they go up, they have this amazing moment. Moses, Elijah, Jesus, Peter fanboys a little bit. You know, <laughs> hey, let's build this temple for all of them. And, uh, you know, this is my son. Then they come down the mountain. And you've got this guy who has his son and the disciples can't heal him. And in one of the gospels, it, I don't think it really says it there, but there's a little bitty uh, mark or footnote that Jesus, they ask him why. And he says, well, you know, this kind of situation can only be solved with prayer. And then it says, but some manuscripts include fasting. And so I think those two things, you know, you could look at those, and I don't think it's too far of a stretch to think about meditation. You know, those are, Mm -hmm. I'm going to set this time aside where I would be doing something else, and I'm going to spend this time in prayer. And, and, you know, that's an awesome thought, but it's also kind of intimidating because are we preparing and allowing ourselves time to prepare mentally, physically, and spiritually to deal with these things when they arise? You know, it's not something that we – we need to be preparing for those things because if, if we're not and those things happen, where are we going to be at? So it's almost like he's saying there takes some preparation for these things. You can't just snap your fingers, once again, not an Avengers reference, and things just happen the way you want them to happen. Yeah, and making time is key to 
to any spiritual discipline, into any spiritual practice. You know, uh, I often tell our, you know, our kids here um, in our in our youth program, um, you know, we do what we want to do. You know, we do what's important to us. You know, if it's not important to you, if you don't care about it, then you're, you're just not going to do it. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's why, you know, you have to tell your kids over and over, go clean your room, unless you just have that one weird little neat freak, right? You're like, okay, go clean your room. You know, I don't want to. You know, I want to go play games. And so you walk in their room, and they're playing games, not cleaning their room. You know, we do what we want to do. That's why we sin, because sin is fun. If it wasn't fun, it, you know, it wouldn't tempt us. But also, on the same kind of way, when we don't make that time, like you mentioned fasting, and, and then car, not just, you know, I didn't eat lunch today. Did I fast? No, because I didn't use that time to focus on spiritual things. You know, it, it's about the heart and about intentionality. But I also think the, the whole thing with, you know, making time also relates to meditation and relates to kind of the stuff y'all are doing with your challenges. You know, that, that first, I don't know, three quarters of that first challenge, I mean, I was doing great. I was blocking out time of my day. I was, you know, doing the running. I was, you know, reading a, a verse and post, you know, saying, oh, man, this is the verse I thought about. And then I missed a day or two. And then I got out of the habit, and then I stopped making time. And, and I think that can really affect our meditation. And I want you guys to, for, the, for our viewers, to, to talk about kind of that challenge and how that relates to meditation. And uh, cause I think our viewers could, could really benefit from that. It's the 50-day it's the Batify Challenge. Uh, it's a group on Facebook, and, uh, you know, Ben comes to me. Uh, back in May, I guess, and he's like, we should do a challenge, like a 30-day challenge with exercises and spiritual things and mental things, and, you know, and I was like, you're crazy. No one's going to do that, Ben. Nobody's going to do that, <laughs> and we've got 260 members now, and we did 30 days, and then we wrapped up the 30 days, and Ben comes back to me and says, we need to do 50 days, and I'm like, come on, man, you're killing me. Uh, and uh, we're about a few days away from wrapping up the 50 days. Yeah, I think less than five days left on it. And, and I mean, all it really is is I needed accountability. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that was the, the truth that's of key. it. Ben wanted accountability. I, I mean, he I wasn't, he didn't that. care about anybody else. No, that's I'm right. just kidding. I, I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been very uh, transparent on that. I needed the accountability. Um, and, and it's, you know, one of those things where I said, you know, if, if I know somebody else is expecting it, yeah, then I could do it. I mean, I, I think that's why we love the gym. You know, uh, Lonnie has often said, you know, if you won't work out at home, you won't work out at a gym. And he's right. But if you get somebody that you're connected with that pushes you to go with you or, you know, that's pushing you out at your house. And I thought, well, all the gyms are closed. People are complaining about not having, you know, uh, this exercise and stuff. And I thought, well, I wonder if this would be a good time to just push people to do those things like that. He always said, if you won't do push-ups and sit-ups at home, you're not going to go to a gym and work out, you know. And so um, I thought, well, might be the time to do it. So we sort of just came up with some simple things and, and we've, you know, gotten them a little bit harder as we've went along, but, you know, even with the 30 days, it was walking, you know, or running 30 miles for the whole, you know, 30 days. So that's a, a mile a day or a couple of miles every, every couple of days, you know? Um, but then we also had the spiritual part of it, 
you know, we wanted to, you know, make sure everybody read every day, make sure that you were praying. We kind of added that on to the 50 days. Um, you know, think about a passage. And I think that was the thing with sharing a passage is you kind of have to put some thought into it. At least I did. I hope everybody else did was, you know, what verse really encapsulates, you know, what I did today or the things that I was doing today or, you know, what I read today or something that I felt today. And so you kind of meditated on that. Um, I thought about, you know, a passage, Philippians chapter four is, it doesn't really mention meditate, but it talks about, you know, think on these things, you know, and oh yeah, there's a lot of things to think about these days, but I like most of them aren't that list. That's yeah. right. They're not that list. So I, and I, I have really it right like here. List. Yeah, yeah I, I have it in my notes. You know, it says whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever is commendable. And then what? If there is any excellence, you know, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. But yeah. man, the things we focus on, they're not excellent, <laughs> yeah. and they're nothing to to praise about. In fact, most of the stuff we talk about isn't worthy of praise. <laughs> Yeah, to Ben's point, uh, even my own son tonight, I was like, "Oh, I gotta hurry up and get you guys in bed because I've got to do this thing." And he looks back at me and goes, "You gotta go run." And I'm like, "I need to, son. I need to." So even my children are on the bandwagon with Ben. But no, it's been great. It's been <laughs> awesome because you know, like I said, we need that accountability, and and it's been great. You know, I always run my best times when I'm running with Ben or somebody else. Yeah, and I think the that that has a <laughs> clear connotation on the spiritual things you know we're you know we're supposed to run that race uh you know because we're yeah. surrounded by witnesses you know yeah. those who have gone on but also those who are still here with us so it's been great i give ben a hard time but it's been awesome and i'm probably in better shape than even when i played football in high school so that's that's pretty good that's yeah and, you know paul even talks about what you know outdo one another mm-hmm. and what and and good deeds, right, yeah. and, and serving one another, and all those things, and, but we like, and so part of, you know, doing things together, and that, that motivation that y'all, you know, that you get from running together, the motivation you get from being in the Batify group, and I'm with Josh, but, you know, he said, Batify is my nemesis, and man, I tell you, my arms were <laughs> hurting after that first couple <laughs> weeks, man, but, you know, it, it's good, because it provides us that motivation, yeah. you know, if I have no motivation to do, I'm not going to really do it, you know, yeah. when, you know, and I've, I've put it all back on, but when I've been the healthiest, you know, not counting whenever I was doing sports in high school and, and, and just, you know, younger metabolism was all quick, you know, the most successful I've been is when someone says, hey, I'll challenge you and let's see who can do better the next 30 days or the next, you know, three months. And I'm like, I- I'm not losing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Jonathan does not lose, right? I will and, my hand. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I, I have to do this. I, I cannot lose, but it's we can we take that and hone that into spiritual things, you know, getting into and that's what y'all have been doing. You're taking the getting in shape, but also can be spiritual and saying, let's pair that with some spiritual and, focus. And one of the ideas that has been born out of that is is the 28 days of focused living uh, ebook that we put together. Ben actually put most of it together. My wife had the idea for the book and then Ben took off with it. But, you know, and it's 28 days of focused living. And so we we have these themes for every day, Soulful Sunday. There's four activities that you can do, uh, one for each Sunday for the next 28 days. 
and it really helps, uh, you know, kind of focus your life. There's wind down Wednesday where you maybe do some meditation, things of that nature. So, you know, it just keeps the ball keeps rolling. It, we get more and more accountability and more and more challenges as we go. And we just go back to that outdo one another. Thing Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and we've, we've really encouraged people to join uh, the Facebook group because that's where we find our challenges. You know, we've been the ones challenging. We're putting some of those challenges there, but we're also asking and, and uh, encouraging our, you know, people on that page, uh, what, about 260 people. Hey, throw out some challenges to us. Throw out some, some things. What are you doing today? What are some of the things that are encouraging you? And we're going to use that page as more of a platform in days to come for other people to sort of challenge each other. Um, I think that's what it's all about. Um, Definitely. Whether it's meditation or, or reading or prayer or whatever is just trying to get people encouraged. One, Yeah, definitely. And we're going to switch gears just a little bit for sake of time. You know, we want to wrap up in the next 10 minutes. But I, I thought we could talk about some meditation tips. And, uh, you know, I've done some, some, you know, read some books. And I just have a, three brief tips that, that, I've, that I did when I taught this class to our teenagers a couple of years ago. And I think, you know, just like y'all started off small with the 30 days, you know, just the one mile. And now it's, what, 50 miles in how long? In 50 days. It's in 50 days. You're saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But people are building on it, but you're getting, but you're doing more push-ups and sit-ups and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, you know, that nonsense stuff. 50 push-ups. <laughs> what in the world? You know, but it says, you know, so select brief passages when we're meditating first. You know, because if we say, oh, man, I got to memorize this huge long psalm. Well, it's going to be harder to maintain that, and we get discouraged much quicker. So, you know, so, you know, uh, you know, one of the tips I think of is just select a brief passage and then focus on that one passage. You know, yeah. too often we try to focus on too many things all at once. And part of meditation <clears throat> is kind of that, you know, building ourselves down so we can focus on what's present and then taking that throughout the whole day. Right, take one thought from that passage, kind of like what y'all talked about, throughout the whole day. But those are the three tips, though, quickly. But I think what I want us to talk about for the rest of, I guess, this, I guess, podcast is how can we remember that takeaway point? You know, because when I'm doing stuff, you know, I'm pretty forgetful. You know, blame ADD or blame just my forgetfulness or just yeah. that I do too much. I think that might be it, too. We're too busy. But how can we... You know, once we say, hey, this is my one thought, and here's what I want to focus on, and then I leave the, the house, and now I don't think about it again. What's the key? You know, I don't. maybe people in the chat can help us out. but I think being open to it, you know, looking okay. for it. Uh, you know, Paul talks about God's invisible attributes. Yeah. And, you know, so often it's kind of amazing. It really is. I shouldn't be amazed because I think it's a Holy Spirit thing. But, you know, you prepare a lesson and you go to church and, you know, you're thinking it, but you may not have shared that with anybody else. And it's amazing how the songs will line up, you know, and have a central theme. And, you know, the, the we have a shepherd or elder that gets up and talks to open up the service. And they're talking about a similar thought. And, you know, but being open to it you know, and, and giving God credit in those things. And so, you know, just having an open mind to how God can use that in your life and use people in your life to kind of drive that point home, you know. Yeah. It's 
far as just remembering it, I'm not exactly sure, but that's, that's one of the things that I, you know, try to do even when I'm studying for my lessons is, you know, there's several Bible. Well, of course, everybody's got their phones now. They have a Bible on their phones and I try to read whatever passage I'm going to study, whatever passage I'm going to preach from. I try to read it from several different, you know, translations. That way it's not just maybe the, the way I've heard it all my life and it just kind of comes in one ear and out the other if i'm listening to it i try to listen to it in a different passage or a different translation so that things will catch my attention that haven't before yeah and so i don't know that it's so much about memorizing even though that's awesome and i think it's important to to memorize and it's a great thing but um even more than that to be able to understand what's there you know lonnie talks about facts concepts and application i use that all the time you know, in my in my preaching and in my teaching, if you're not able to leave here with some application to it, then, you know, I, I feel like I've wasted time. I want yeah. you to know what it says. I want you to understand the concepts, but I want you to be able to use it. So, you know, I'll read a passage several times at the beginning of the week and sort of all week focus on or think about or listen to it again, you know, roll that whole story around in my brain all week and then you know, then by the end of the week, I can usually put something down. I have a really hard time, you know, putting together my lessons on Monday. They usually flow out about Friday or Saturday, but it's because I've got to formulate all that stuff in my head. And so that's sort of the way I meditate, if you will. It's not probably your, you know, one time sitting down doing it. But yeah. as far as meditating on scripture is I just try to read along all through the through the week. And yeah, and, and it might be like I said, it might be picking that one passage not just each day, but for your whole week, like you're saying. Right. So you're reading it. So maybe Monday you didn't really remember it throughout the whole day. Tuesday, it popped in your head at lunch. You know, Wednesday you're like, oh, cool, I'm starting to see all this. And by Friday, yeah. it's it's constantly. You know, Josh here is saying, be patient with yourself. You know, losing focus and refocusing is one way of turning those things over that continue to invade our thought, you know. And so it's one of those things where perhaps it's it, – we might forget about it, and then it pops back in our head at maybe the right opportune moment. And we can say, oh, man, I forgot about it for a few hours. Well, that's okay. You know, it, it's you, – you remembered it, and then you can say, okay, now let me, again, sit still and, and dwell on this for a little bit. And, and then refocus on remembering what's important, and I think yeah. that that's really key. That's really key. Well, when I when I uh, you know talk to people and we do you know relaxed meditation or whatever relaxed uh, you know focused relaxation and stuff, you know a lot of times I'll say you're gonna you're gonna find your mind wandering, and that's okay. You know, just when you hear my voice, kind of come back to it. You know. And it's like, don't beat yourself up for wandering away from it for a moment, but just know, hey, okay, this is what I'm trying to focus on. And, you know, you can admit, you can see, you can understand, hey, I drifted away for a minute, but I'm going to come right back to it, and I'm going to think on it some more. So I think, like you said, give yourself some grace on that. Definitely, definitely. Well, hey, guys, we're going to wrap up a, um, a little early, but um, I think that – do you have any closing thoughts, maybe any encouragements on – maybe how we can meditate, maybe uh, one good practical thought or one observation on something that can help our audience? I'll, I'll just jump in and say, you know, yeah. breathing, as I mentioned earlier, is such, I mean, even from the exercises, you know, in through the nose, out through the mouth, 
and you know allow yourself you know sometimes we got a video where you know put your hands on yourself you know when i did the infusions i'd take this hand put it on my chest one right around my belly button and i would just breathe in and breathe out and i know that sounds weird i'm sitting in an infusion room it's a great image i'm sure but you know just feel yourself breathe in your heartbeat and it's amazing how god has created us to have this ability to you know listen to ourselves and and it really kind of helps us to calm down you know and kind of get back in that moment definitely yeah and i thought about um earlier we talked about jesus you know during that time in the garden and uh, i started to come back to it a couple of times but first peter chapter 2 uh in verse 23 um while he's being reviled he did not revile in return while suffering he uttered no threats but kept entrusting himself to the one who judges righteously um i couldn't help but think about you know when we go through those anxious times or we're going through even if we're just trying to meditate you know, on good things, just remember that it's to who it's to God that we entrust ourselves. Yeah. And uh, it's not really about what other people think or what other people see um, so much as me being in the presence of God during those times. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we can, we can hit on that just real quick before, before we wrap up and, you know, cause it seems in the chat, you know, my mom was in here saying she really appreciated the thoughts about Jesus in the garden. Cause, and I think the, the key is Jesus did worry he was he was stressed because he did not want to go to the cross. In that moment, he's like, "I don't want to go," but he didn't dwell on it, right? And, and he allowed himself to express that distraughtness and, and express that that anxiousness. And then he concluded with saying, "You know, while I'm really worried about this, I know you're in control, yep. and I know it's all going to work out." You, you think it's about not the a, grace that he had on, you know, and I not yeah. to interrupt but you no, think about yeah he makes the comment you guys can't stay awake you yeah know, and and to me that's like super nice <laughs> considering <laughs> you know, he's not taking his situation out yeah anyone, don't you know i'm about to die deserve it <laughs> yeah. you know and they all deserve it you know and so yeah. you know when we're stressed and we're in those situations it's real hard and i'm not a, a perfect at this by any means because my kids are the ones who typically suffer when i'm stressed you know, but it's you need to remember, you know, and I, <laughs> you know, an extra measure of grace, especially with everything that's going on. Definitely, and and I think it's the the key to this is maybe right now the the challenge that that I would like to offer those who are watching is meditate on on God's faithfulness, yes. and and meditate on 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 God's you know past promises, you know, meditate on on God just being in control because right now we don't feel in control. Because no one knows what's going on, right? I mean, and it's in, in in our state, things are constantly changing. In other states, it seems the same way. And as much as we like to to not be in a rut, consistency is still important, and we've kind of lost that. But God is consistent, and and we can meditate on His consistency and His faithfulness. Well, guys, um, I've really enjoyed uh, having you guys on here. Um, as always, for those watching, uh, we're here every Thursday night, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, and uh, we're, we're always happy to say that uh, these videos, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Holly Hill Church of Christ, and uh, these wonderful men here, and also uh, the Ministry League, as you see behind me. If you're not familiar with it, uh, check it out. It has a lot of great resources. Got a you know, t-shirt representing, 
you know, check out uh, the Ben and Travis show. They have some good stuff. Join the group, the 50-day Batify Challenge. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. You guys have a good one. <laughs>